Like who does the Braisa go that if the nations of the world retract and they'll do uh, tshuva, they will accept them? Kerem Shimon. Um, who says earlier that they wrote them that they should do tshuva, the soifa daf, we said before, that we wrote this do tshuva and they will accept them. So we learn from his words that if he would, if they would repent, they would accept him. The Braise continues, Come and see how many miracles took place in that day that the Jews passed the Yardin. The first Nes was over Israel Sayardin, that the Jews passed it in dry land. The second Nes, they came like in Kvitzadarech, just jumping over, and the whole long way they came to the Mount Grizmar Evil, which is more than 60 mil. The third miracle was, no creature can stand up against them. The fourth Nes is, anybody would stand up on them immediately, he would have to relieve himself. Because the Pesach says, My fear I will send before you. So what does it mean, the entire nation, that you come there, I will hamoisi them. What does hamoisi mean? That means mix them up, like uh, that is that the whole, the body will go, uh, their stomach will turn over, and that's why they will relieve themselves. The Oimer, and there's another Pasik which we say during the Oz Yoshir, the song that they sing by the sea, Tipala Leme Mosov Fachad, a fear and uh, awe will fall upon them. Pasik says, Adyabu Hashem, Adyabu Ramzukoniso. So we're learning, Adyabu Ramcha Hashem, There's two times Adyabu. Till your pass, that's the first coming. That is when the Yidden went up from Mitzrayim in the days of Yeshua. Ad Yavir Amzukaniso, till they pass Zoibir Shniyah. That's when the second coming, when the Yidden went up from the exile in the days of Ezra. So we see that the first and the second uh, comings to Eretz Yisrael have been equated. Emer Ma'ato. So say now. That the Jews were fit that a miracle should take place for them in the second coming, like in the first coming. So that they would go up with an outstretched arm and they would not be enslaved to the nations. But the sin of the Jewish people during the days of the first Beis Amikdosh, and it was decreed that they shall not go up only by the permission through the mission of Kodesh. Kodesh gave them permission to build the second base and make and go up. The fifth miracle was and then they brought these stones which were huge, 40 saw, as the Gemara explained earlier. And they built the Mizbeach and they plastered it with the seed, everything as explained before as the Torah told them. The sixth miracle was that that they wrote upon them the entire words of the Torah in seventy languages. Shemar, and the post says 
they should write the entire word by Reitav. Seventy languages. A seventh miracle was that in that day they had enough time. They brought up the oilers and the shlamim, and they ate and they drank and they rejoiced as they were instructed. There was the brachas and the klolos, as we said before in the Mishnah, in Hagriz Maharevo, all in one day. And they removed the uh, plaster from the stones. And they came in that same day, and they slept over in, in, in the Gilgal. Shunayamara, as the Pesach says, and the Pesach begins, prepare 12 stones, and you should transfer them with your, you should place them in that place where you stay overnight. And the Bryce explains, you may think that took the stones for every place they went to, Talmud Leimar, that's what the Pesach says, and they continue the Pesach, only in the place where they slept that night. Where did they sleep? Uksiv, the Pesach says, And the tell 12 stones that they took from the Jordan, Yeshua raised it, so he brought it over there, to the Gilgal, where they slept over. So that was another, uh, another nest that took place then, at that time. So the Braise brings nothing, something else, that took place, when the Jews left, went into the Eretz Canaan. Tano, we learned in Abraiz. Tzira, the uh, Tzira that chased the enemies in the days, uh, um, in their, their face, in the days of Moshe, as we'll see later on, that did not pass the Yarden to the Eretz Canaan. How could it be it didn't go? I will send it city in front of you. The Pesach says, It stood at the edge of the east side of the Jordan, didn't cross over. And it threw the Mora, the bitterness to the other side of the Jordan, to the west side of the Jordan. Mil Milo, it blinded their eyes from on top. This Seirastam Milmatan, and it castrated them below. Shinemar, as it says in the Possig, Vanoichi Shmaditi, as Amoiri Mipneim, and I have destroyed the Amoiri from before them. Asher Kigoiva Arozim Govoi, that like the height of the cedar is his height. The Chosin Uka Aloinim, and he is protected like the Aloinim. Vashmit Piriyamimau. I destroyed his fruit from above, and his roots from below, meaning both of his eyes and also in the shroshim, in the root, in the bottoms. However, these tzira did not go into the land of Canaan because they stayed on the other side. Another answer the Gemara gives that Papa Omar, Papa says, there were two tzirahs. Chadod the Moshe, there was one in the time of Moshe, the positive Shalach is Hatzira. Chadod the Yeshua, there was one of Yeshua, the Moshe Loyovar, the one of Moshe didn't go up. The Yeshua Ovar, the one of Yeshua did go up. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, Shisha Shvotim Olul Reishar Grizim. There were six tribes that went up to Mount Grizim. 
And then there were six star tribes that went to Harevel Khul. As the Torah says, the Torah says, Eilu Yamdul Vorikasalom Alahar Girizi Barakhsoyardin. The following tribes will be on the Mount Grizim when you pass the Yardin. That was Shimon Levi Yehudi Sokha Yezmin Yomin. And the Pasuk says, And these will stand on the curse and the Harevel. And that was the tribes of Reuven, God, Vashu, Zvulun, Don, and Naphtali. In the Sefer Yeshua, the Torah relates, the, 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 the relates over there, that the Bnei Yisrael fulfilled this mitzvah. The Pasuk says over there, the whole Yisrael is kind of shaytiv shaytiv. That all the yidden, the kind of shaytiv shaytiv, empty mizel mizel la orin. They were standing from this side, this side of the orin. Neged akohanim alevim, opposite the kohanim and alevim. Nois arim bris Hashem will carry the orin, the covenant of Hashem. Kager ka'ezrach. Everybody like the stranger, like the regular, like the uh, dweller. Half towards Grizim, half towards Ma'ivim. Kashetziva Moshe is Hashem, Levorech Sam Yisrael Vereshena. As Moshe, the servant of God, has commanded to bless the Yid. So the Gemara asks, Ma'i Vachetzia? It says, Vachetzia. Vachetzia was Murharayim. What is the hay? The unknown hay. And the half. It's Mashma. It understood that it's specific half, or a half that is known. The Gemara says, "Rav Kahana." So Rav Kahana answers, "Kiderech shachalukim kan kochalukim ba'avneifet." This, in the order that the tribes of Israel are divided over here by the brachos and the klolos, these are Mount Grizim and these are Mount Evel. Kochalukim also the names are divided when they're written ba'avneifet on the stones of the eifet. On the shoulders of the Ephod, there were two Avnei Shoyim. Upon them, there were written the names of the tribes of Israel. Six of the names were on one stone, and the other six were on the other stone. So when it says which means to say, that half of the tribes of Israel, which is engraved on one of the stones of the Ephod, that Chetzi was on the other side. So it turns out that according to Rabbi Kahana, the order of the writing on the Eifut stones was as follows Shimon, Levi, Yudi, Yisrochi, Yisrochi, and Binyamin in one and Reuben, God, Oshiz, Wun, Donovan, Aftol in the second one so the one asks, Mesiva asks you a question the Kohen Godel had two precious stones on his shoulders one on this side, one on this side and the names of the twelve tribes is written on them. Shisha eleven zoi, six on this stone. Shisha eleven zoi, six on this stone. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, Shisha mishmoyis eleven achas, six on the one side, and then vegoimer. The pasuk says, and the other six that are left were on the second uh, stone. But the pasuk says kizol doisom over there. So from the fact that it says kizol doisom. Only by one stone, so we can learn that Shnia Kisel Doisom, that in the second stone they were written as they were born. God, Ashi, Socher, Zul, and Yezbin Yamin. But Veloi, Rishoyna Kisel Doisom. But not the first one wasn't done as they were born. Because Yehuda comes first. So even though Yehuda was the fourth in the order of birth after Levi, he comes first. And afterwards, you have Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Don, and Naphtali, as they were born. 
V'chamishim ois yisoyim. The total of all the letters of all the tribes is fifty. Esrim v'chamish eleven zoy, twenty-five on one stone. Esrim v'chamish eleven zoy, and twenty-five on the other stone. Rabbi Chanina ben Gamliel, Rabbi Chanina ben Gamliel says, the sechtes soita daf lamed vav on the base, page thirty-six, side B. Not in the ways that their names are organized, the leaders of Israel that uh, stand together with Moshe to count the Bnei Israel. So over there, the order was Reuven, Shimon, Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, Yosef, Ben Yamin, Don, Asher, God, Naftali. So ha, looking Bnei So that's not the way they were divided in the stones of the Eifit. Hello. But in the way they were divided in the second Chumash and Shemois in the beginning. The Raisa explains, how so? The sons of Leia in order as they were born in one stone. The sons of Rachel, one from this side and one from the other side. And the sons of the maidservant was in the middle. So Binyamin came on the top, Yosef was at the bottom, and the sons of the Shvachis, of Bilan Zilpa, which is Don, Naftali, God, and Asher, they were in the middle, as the order, the way they're written in the beginning of the book of Shmois. So on the second stone, uh, that was in the second stone, and the Seder is as follows Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yehudu, Yisachar, Zvulon. On one, then Binyamin, Don Naftali Godosh, Yosef on the other one. So, how do I fulfill the Posik says as the order of their birth? To tell us that they were written in the names that their father called them, that Yaakov called them, not by the way the names that Moshe called them. In the Sefer Bamidbor in Parshas Pinchas. That means Ruuvein Veloi Ruuveini, Shimon Veloi Shimoini, Don Veloi Hadoni, God Veloi Hagodi. So in all these cases, that means Kitzel Doisum, as the father named them, not like they were called later on. Ruuveini, Shimoini, Doni, Godi, but Ruven Shimon, Don, and God. So what do we see? That whether it's the Tanakhama or Rabchanina Bagamliel, their order is not as Rabkhana said. And the Gemara says, Tiyufta, the Rabkhana, Tiyufta, that Rabkhana has been challenged, and the challenge remains a good challenge, a good kasha. So the Gemara asks, So now that the words of Rabkhana have been pushed away, so the question is, what does it mean, half of it towards half el evil that it says in, in Sefer Yeshua what is the hey hayidia the fifth, the, the half the Gemara answers Tana, we learned in Abraisa the half that were on the side of opposite the Hargrizim was more than those who were on the side of the Harevo because Levi, the elders of the tribe of Levi, were below together with the other, in between the two mountains. And this is what the meaning of the Pasuk, and the half was towards Abel, that means 
that that was special because it was less the lesser one the other half and that wasn't the other side so the Gemara asks on the contrary because Levi was below so that means that those that were in Hargirizim had less because Levi was from those who were supposed to stand the Hagrizim. So they're not the, they're not the lesser ones. The Harevel of Hakert, the, 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 the Hagrizim is the lesser one. The Gemara answers, this is what he's saying. Even though that the half of the Hargrizim was more because even still, although that Levi was below, not because Levi was below, but even though that Levi was below, some of the elders Levi were below, yet the half of the Hagrizim was more because B'nai Yosef Imohim. Because they had the sons of Yosef were on Hagrizim. And they were many. How do we know that the B'nai Yosef were many? Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, Vaidab, B'nai Yosef, Yeshua Lamer, the sons of Yosef. Spoke to Yeshua saying, Madu anosatli nachalo goyrel echad vigever gever vichevel echad. You gave me one lottery and one section, one piece. Vani amrov. And I'm a great, a many large people. Vayemer lem Yeshua. So Yeshua responded to them, Imato amrav. Imrav. Imamravato. Aleilachayara. If you're a little number, a great name, and they have a lot of people go up to the to the forest and go conquer over there, as he told them. So we see from the post that they were many. What did it mean when he said to them, What does it mean? He said, Go and hide yourself in the forest, in the place where there's no people. So that there should not dominating you an evil eye because of the fact that they were many. Amrulay, so they said to him, the sons of Yosef Yeshua, Zaredi Yosef Bisha. The seed of Yosef and I evil eye does not dominate them. Because it says Bain Poidas Yosef, Bain Poidas Aleoyin, on top of the eye. The eye doesn't touch them. They don't go underneath the eye. That they means they go up on the eye, they go up and they dominate the eye, and the eye does not go up and dominate over them. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Chanina, learns it out from a different pasuk, because Yaakov gave the blessing to Menashe Nefraim. So from there we see that the ayin ro does not dominate because over there it says the so they should be like fish, many in the land. So what does he equate them to fish? just as fish in the water. The water covers over them the ayin so the eye cannot dominate and rule them because you can't see them likewise the seed of Yosef the eye cannot dominate them the Gemara goes back to explain the words of the Braise before we learned in the Braise that there were 50 letters 
in the name of the tribes that were written on the shoulders of the aphids and the Avnishayim that were on the shoulders of the aphids. There were 25 letters on one stone and 25 on the other stone. So the Gemara asks, Honey Chamishim Oisius, is this actually 50 letters? But if you make the count, you will say, Chamishim Nechei Chadahavyin, it's 50 minus 1, that is that all the letters of all the names of the tribes add up to 49. So that means that the second stone only had 24 letters because Nin Binyamin is written in the entire Torah without a Yud. It's based Nun Yud Mem Nun. Now, no Yud in between the Mem and the Nun. The Gemara answered, Amar Rabbi Yitzchok says, Rabbi Yitzchok, Yosef, Achas to Yosef, there was added an additional letter in his name. Shenema, as the Pasik said, Eidus be Yehoisef, Somo Saladetz Mitzrayim. So when he went out there is Mitzrayim, it says be Yehoisev, calls him Yehoisev over there with the hay. So his name on the stones of the aphid was also written Yehoisev. So Maskivar Nachmar Yitzchok, Yitzchok asked, but you need him as they were born. The understanding from the verse Kisol Daisom is that you have to read them, you have to write them as the names that the father called them, the one who gave birth to them. So therefore you should write them, Yosef, like the father Yaakov called them, and not Yosef, like it's named in Tilim. So the Gemara retracts from Rabbi Yitzchok's answer and answers, Elo, in the entire Torah, Binyamin is written without a Yud. But here, that you have to write it as the Father called them. That's why Binyamin Sholem, that's why Binyamin full. You have two Yudin over there. Because the Pasik says, with the Yud over there, and that makes up the letters to 25. Yosef, who sanctified the name of Hashem in hiding in the story with the wife of Petifah, that he was secluded with the, with the woman in hiding. And yet he was able to stand, withstand the test, and he conquered his Yetzirah. They added to him a letter, hey, which is a letter, of the name of HaKadosh Baruch And that's what we call him Yehosef. But Yehuda, but Yehuda, Shekideh Shem Shemaim Bifarhesia. He sanctified God's name publicly on the Yamsuf, as the Gemara will explain, so his entire name is referenced by Hashem's name because the name of Hashem, Yudke Vavke, is included in the name, all the letters in the name of Yehuda. The Gemara explained Yosef Mahi, what is the story that Yosef sanctified Hashem's name? Because the Pasik says, by Hikayim Hazen, it was as this day, by Yavoy Habayiso, Lasis Malachtoy. So Yosef comes home to do his work in the house of Pari. 
Amar Rabbi Yochanan says Rabbi Yochanan, this teaches us Sheshneim Lidvara Veiron is Kavnu that both of them, Yosef and Potiphar's wife, intended to transgress because even Yosef thought in the beginning that he would do an Avera transgression with her. And when it says he came to do Melachtoi, meaning that he wanted to be with her, so when the Polisic says he came to the house to do the Melachtoi, there's a Machloikis, there's a disagreement between Rav and Shemuel, Chadomar, one of them says, Lasis Melachtoi Mamish, that he came to do his work, actually, actually the regular work that he would do in the house. The Chadomar, and one says, Lasis Tzorochov Nichnos, that he actually came to do his needs, to be with the wife of Petifar. The Pasik further says, There was nobody of the house people at home at that time. So the Gemara asks, Can there possibly be that such a great home as the house of that evil person, Petifar, who was a great officer, there should be no man over there? So they learned in the yeshiva, Rabbi Yishmoel, that that day was the day of their festival, of the... Uh, Goyim, the uh, house of Petifar, it was a day of their um, uh, holiday. And all of them went to the house of their idol worship. And she told them, the wife of Petifar, Petifar that she is sick and she cannot go along. Amran, she said, There is no other day that Yosef can be with me as this day. But this Peseyu, the Pasik says, she grabbed him, Bevigdoi, in his garment, Lamer saying, Begoimer. So the Gemara at that moment, the image of his father, Yaakov, came to him, to Yosef, and it appeared to him in the window. So his father said to him, Yosef, your brothers are destined to be written on the stones of the Eifoid. The Atobinem, you would be one amongst them. Do you wish that your name should be erased from amongst them? And you will be called one who shepherds with harlots. The Chsiv, as it says, one who shepherds and has business with the Zoynes would lose the fortune. The fortune here means his good name, which is more important than any treasure. So immediately, as the Pasik states, that what that means is that his arrow returned to its original place that it means that instead of uh, doing what he wanted to do he stopped himself, he returned 
And the Gemara explains the continuation of the Pasik, which is in the Brachas with Yosef. It says, means that they were poured out through the hands. That teaches us that he stuck his hands into the ground and he leaned on them. So that way he would be in pain and being preoccupied his pain, his Yetzir Hore, his inclination, his temptation will pass. And the Sheikh went out from between his fingernails. The Posse continues there, it says, Midei Avir Yaakov. But that means, Migoram who caused Yosef to be engraved on the stone of the Ephid, Elo Abir Yaakov. It is the strength of Yaakov, because that the image of Yaakov appeared to him, that's how he held back from doing the same. Mishom Roya Eben Yisrael, what does that mean? The Gemara explains the continuation of the previous Pasik. It says, Mishom Roya means Mishom Zoha. From there he merited. He became a shepherd of Israel. Shenemar, as the Pasik says, Roya Yisrael Hazina. Roya Yisrael is reference to Hashem who shepherds Israel. Listen. You lead like sheep, Yosef. And we expound this passage as if we are reading Katsoy and Yosef together, which means that the Yisrael who conduct themselves as the sheep of Yosef when he fed them in Mitzrayim. So we see Katsoy and Yosef, like Yosef's sheep. Uh, so Yosef, who is the shepherd, so the Pesach says, Evan Yisrael, that he merited also to be on the stones from the Avne Yisrael, from there to be inscribed, as the Gemara said before, that uh, he, um, he, he didn't want to be erased from them if he would have transgressed the other. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa, that Yosef was fit, was deserving that 12 tribes should come out of him just as they have came out 12 tribes from his father Yaakov as it says these are the children of Yaakov Yosef which means that the toilets of Yaakov should also be by Yosef the, 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 the generation that came from Yaakov should be by Yosef hello but because the Sheikh Vazera went out between the fingernails, so that's why he didn't merit it. And he lost ten children corresponding to the ten fingers. And yet, those ten that he lost, they have come out from his brother Binyamin. And all of the sons of Binyamin were called on Yosef's name, Shinamar, as the Pasik says. The sons of Binyamin was Bela, Vobecher, Ashbel. And the Pasik continues. 
So Bela, he was named Bela Shenivla Ben Haumis because Yosef has been swallowed, absorbed between the nations. Vovvecher means Bechor He was the first to his mother, to Rachel. The Ashbel means Shavikel. He was in captivity by Hashem. Geira means Shegorbach Sanyes that he lived in uh, houses and guest houses. That means while he was in in a strange land. The Namon Namon means Shenoim Beyosir. He was very sweet. Echi Veroish means Ochi, who is my brother. Veroishu Beyomizad and he is my head. Mupim Bechupim means Hulero Bechuposi. Uh, um, I don't know exactly with the mupim, um, how that touches out here. But but it means that they didn't see each other's chupim. But it means that he descended between the nations of the world. Others say that his face was appeared like a rose. When Pari said to Yosef, Without you, no man will raise his hand, etc. Which means that Pari appointed Yosef as the ruler over the entire land of Egypt. So the stargazers of Pari said to Pari, a slave whose master has purchased him for 20 kesev, because that is the amount that Yosef was sold to Ishmaelim. Tamshilehu aleinu, you're going to make him rule over us. Omar lohem, so Pari says, Ginunim alchus I see colors of kingdom in him, in his wisdom and his strength and his beauty. Omar lohem, so they said in Cain, if he is fit for kingdom, let him know seventy languages. Gabriel, Gabriel came with him to Shivim Loshin, and he taught him the seventy languages. So he wasn't able to study it. So he went and he added to him one name from Hashem's name that hey, the Then he learned Shemar Eidus Biyehoisef Somei. That the Abishter sent, Hashem sent a letter of his name in the name of Yosef, that was an Edus for Yosef Shalai Choto. He placed his name to say that he doesn't that he didn't sit. So testimony in Yosef. Did say Al Eretz Mitzrayim when he went out on Eretz Mitzrayim, and so he learned it. So in the beginning he didn't understand the languages and the next day any language that the Ishtoyi Pari that Pari would talk to him he would respond to him in that language so then Yosef started talking to Pari so Pari didn't know what he was saying so Pari says to Yosef Agmeri Teach me this language. Agmare, so he's taught him Loshi Kodesh. For the Gomar, but he couldn't succeed successfully learn it. He swear to me that you're not going to tell anybody that I know, don't know the language that you do know. That's where Yesus worth it. So later on, 
when Yaakov dies and Yosef comes to ask from Pari that he should allow to him to fulfill his father's oath to bury him in Eretz Yisrael when Yosef says to Pari my father has administered an oath in telling me and he made it so that you should bury me in the burial that I have in Mandukanan of Marley. So Pari said to Yosef, Go and ask the sages that they should permit you your, your, your vow and to annul your vow that you gave your father. So So then I'm also going to ask about you I swore to you not to reveal that I know Lashon Kodesh that you don't know it. And therefore, so even though Pari wasn't happy that Yosef went to bury his father, uh, so he had no choice, but go and bury your father as he has made the Shavua to you because that's the only reason why he's loud. The Gemara goes back now to explain the statement that we said before that Yehuda was Mekadish, Hashem's name publicly. The Gemara explains Yehuda Mahi. What is the Kiddush Hashem that he did? The Tanya, we learned that Rabbi Oh, you're a Meir Emir. Meir said, "Kshom do Yisrael layom." When the Jews were standing over the sea, or Yishvoi Tim and Atzchim Zezeh, the tribes were uh, arguing one with another. Zemer and Yeret Chilol layom. This one said, "I will go first into the sea." The Zemer and this one says, "Ani Yeret Chilol Yom. I'm going to go first in the sea." Kafat. Then he jumped. 